Todd, have I explained my priority for coffee right now? Uh, not in words, Jeff, but very much so with the look in your eye. You're listening to Braving Bad Bosses with Jeff DeWolf and Todd Chandler, where we discuss how to survive a bad boss and not be one. All right, so we're back again at Second Best Coffee, a great little coffee shop here in Kansas City, owned by your friend. Yeah. So we're excited to be here and uh, appreciate their hospitality. Thank you, Nathan and Leah, for creating such a wonderful coffee shop. Okay, so Todd. Say you're on a game show. I'm on a game show. Yes, and you, it, I, don't know what this, I don't know what the contest is, but whatever it is, you need to choose three of whatever objects out of 20 choices. All right, I'm with you. Okay, and you have to choose all three correctly. Okay. And if you get, if, if you somehow randomly choose all three of these things. Whoa, 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 correctly. not randomly. Man, oh. I'm, I'm skill. I'm going to get okay. the three all right. right. All right, so you need to pick three out of 20 um, things. Yeah. I didn't really think this through that much. But anyway, so you have to pick three out of 20, and here's the deal. If you pick all three out of 20 correctly, you get a brand new shiny car. Ooh, I like the sound of that. Well, don't get too excited, because if you don't choose all three correctly, like you just get two out of the three, or one out of three, or whatever, not only do you not get the new shiny car, but the game show company actually takes away the car that you have. I do not like the sound of that. Yeah, so there's a little bit of a risk in there. It's not just losing the reward. It's if you don't get this right. High stakes. Yeah, you could lose your only transportation. Yeah. So I know it's kind of a crazy scenario. Yeah. And I don't think any game shows really do that sort of thing. But that's sort of what it feels like when you show up to work and your boss has not prepared you with what the priorities are and you're just kind of left to choose and hope you get it right so today's episode we're talking about unclear priority bosses nice and so the analogy there is an unclear priority game show and uh welcome to the unclear uh boss game show and uh where you know what's fascinating about that and it you kind of even talked about it as randomly but sometimes that guessing element is so frustrating at work when you feel like you got to guess what the priorities are when they're not clearly mapped out for you and you you made fun of the random part right but sometimes it feels like that doesn't it oh yeah where it's literally you're just like I, I, yesterday this was i don't know today i'm well i'm just gonna well start and, working and urgencies pop up and boss comes in and asks for something very specific or asks you to do something you're like how is that a priority i was working on this 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 and this which was going to make a bigger deal in the company which was a huge priority for you yesterday right or right. two hours ago right or last week so right so you know unclear priority bosses like to omit some key things i mean they not that they like to but they they omit clarity of vision direction and priorities i mean yeah. it's a very important thing it's a role that leaders need to play even at the first level, even at, you know, managers in charge of small groups, there's, there's work that needs to be done to create that clarity. Yeah, absolutely. Otherwise, what, you know, what happens, what, what, what do you feel, Todd? Like, say, for instance, if you come in, you just feel like there's a lot of competing priorities. What, what do you feel inside when you try to make that happen? Yeah. So the, um, I think that I've been very fortunate in my career that I've, I would describe myself as a little bit of a go-getter in that I have always felt comfortable saying here are the priorities i'm working on and that's just been the very nature of of my job now because i i i think i a couple of times early on in my career i got a little sucker punched by working on stuff that i thought was important and my boss did not or thought 
they had other things that was important. Yeah. And so it was just something I learned from very early on to be able to say, here's my priorities for the week. Here's my priorities for the month. Here's my priorities for the quarter. And that's always been a nice check for me to be able to have. And, and matter of fact, I would say with all the boss relationships I've had, most of the conversations have been around, around priorities. Um, you know, here's what I see my priorities are and them clarifying and saying, uh, no, actually your priorities have, are Has this. that happened to you where you thought, okay, I'm going to focus on this. And the boss said, whoa, that's not what I want you to work on. Absolutely. But, yeah. but what I love about it is where, where I feel, and I, I can't even pinpoint how this habit or practice got started, but it's always been helpful for me to provide that list of priorities right. as opposed to waiting for them to deliver Absolutely. the priorities to me. And because I find it's much easier for them to react to and edit my list than to yeah. write the list from scratch. You know, I, I love that analogy. And um, you know, I, always, I call that the red pen, black pen yeah. scenario. M- most bosses, especially the busier bosses, the ones who are off hard charging, they write better with a red pen than they do a black pen. Yeah. Almost, almost with anything. So they yeah. want you to create a presentation for them to deliver to the board or something. It's almost better for you to just put something down and let them edit and react to it than to just say, "Hey, you, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll help tweak what you do," because they won't do it. So, so when it comes to priorities, I think that's a great idea. It's like, "Hey, boss, here's what I think my priorities are. I'm going to write these down, bullet point them out. Now you tell me which ones are." on track and which ones aren't. I'm going to throw a little uh, surprise here for you and maybe maybe a little bit of a wrench. Maybe oh maybe boy. maybe if you wouldn't mind okay. providing a little bad boss rehab to me because as I'm describing mm. this and talking through this I thought, "Oh my goodness, I'm because that is my habit and I have been doing it for so long, I expect the people on my team to do the same thing." Ah. I know that I've been explicitly clear about that. I think all of them have gotten in the habit of being able to do that. But is that the right thing for me as a boss to expect them to provide the priorities they're working on and for me to provide feedback on it? Or would I be better served as a boss to be able to say, here are your priorities? Well, go ahead and stretch out on the couch here and I'll go ahead and do a little yeah. therapy. Thanks. This feels so much better. Everyone's looking at you here at Second Best Coffee, but well, it's okay. It's, it's a fun place to be. Yeah. So, all right. So that's a really good question. So here, here's the deal. So I believe that, bo- that that good boss behavior is setting aside time to clarify priorities. Um, that is always the first choice. Um, you don't have to be over prescriptive, but you can at least provide you know, high level priorities and strategies sure. that allow people to navigate right within, Right. And so that's always better than being overly prescriptive, almost micromanaging. Here's, right. here's everything you're going to do. Here's your to-do list for today. Right. Todd. Right. Go ahead and do those. Right. And then check back in with me when you're done with the third one. And we'll, so, so that's always the first choice. But since we're talking about bad bosses in most cases, and, and I would say the vast majority of bosses don't do a real good job of slowing down and thinking about what it is you're going through from sure. a priority standpoint, sure. um, it does it does fall on the followers to at least put something down for the boss to react to. It's kind of, it, it, you know, this is <laughs> this is good territory to explore. Thanks for turning this into a little bit of a therapy session for me. The, cause I have it, tissues if you need them. Because as you're describing, no, I, I have no reason to cry. <laughs> I'll give you some reasons in a minute. <laughs> the, um, the, um, I hope that I provide the right direction, the right framework, the right vision, but there's an element of ownership 
of being able to say, how do you take charge of your own job and set the priorities? And I will give you yeah. feedback if they're not in alignment with where they need to be going. Or in particular, you know, I've worked yeah. with people on my team in the past who I think chase too many smaller things and be like, you got to let that go. You yeah. got to let this go. You got to get this done. And, yeah. and, and, and where I think the real providing great feedback around priorities, where I've charted to fine tune this in the last couple of years is yeah. not just what needs to be done or what doesn't need to be done, but what needs to be done at an exceptional level and what needs That's to be done at a level of just get this done. Yeah. Like, because like, yeah. if you do everything at an exceptional level, there's stuff that you're going to miss out on. And there are lots of things that just need something to be done with and they don't need to be done over the top grade. It's sort of like how you've prioritized this podcast. It's just sort of just make it average <laughs> is rather than. And I'm like, no, I think it should be exceptional. And you're like, no, let's just try to get it done. No, right. I'm kidding. So exactly. No, these are really good points. And there's a couple of things that that, that I, I want to share with you because it came, to, it just came to mind. Um, and one of those things is there. I think there are two types of followers. One one of one of the followers uh, are those that one type of follower doesn't really do anything because yeah. they don't know what to do. Yeah. Right. And so because they feel paralyzed without priorities. Right. They'll sit and wait for you to tell them what to do as a boss. Yep. And you know, but the other type of follower is, are those that are that do take a lot of initiative, and so they get themselves involved in a ton of things, but right. they're not the right things, and right. so they don't sit around and wait to be told what to do. They'll go and invent things that are important to do. Right. And so I have to tell you the story about a boss that I had. Yeah. Um, so I fall into the second category. Okay. If my boss is gone, busy doing whatever, I will just chase whatever. Sure cool shiny object idea I've got and I'll get right. really busy and do all kinds of different things I had a boss one time and we were in a performance review halfway through the year and if you know anything about me one of my issues is that I always want to be like the ace of the staff all sure. throughout my young career I was like I want to be the I want to be the one that gets promoted first I want the highest performance rating I want to have the reputation as the the guy who they can rely who gets things done and everything's like, a race it's a lot of psychological yeah, stuff yeah. that like, we can talk about later but that oh, was sort you, of me you need me to get up off the couch for a minute <laughs> yeah can, can i can we switch places sure okay so anyway so we're in this meeting right halfway yeah. through the year and keep in mind what i want more than anything is to get the top performance rating at the end of the year yeah because i get an extra two and a half percent sure you know, whatever sure and so that Bragging was rights. my goal that's yeah and you know that was my goal and so that's most critically important to me even more important, really, than following what was inspiring to me. Yeah. Like, I wanted really just to deliver, like, amazing results so that I got, yeah. I got compensated and rewarded. And so uh, we're in a review, and we're going through all of these projects I've got doing. I'm trying this, and I'm working on this. I got this project going. And my boss, who's younger than me, actually, pulled me, kind of stopped me and said, Jeff, look at me. And I was like, okay. And I, I looked at her, and she said, all of that stuff is great, but... I need you to focus on what's keeping me up at night. <laughs> right. I was like, clarity suddenly. Yeah, I, yeah. I looked at straight at her, and I kid you not. I looked at her and said, well, okay, what are those things? You're right. And then she said this, I need you to deliver by the end of this year this and this. And she explained two kind of key things, projects. Yep. And I was like, okay, so those two things? She said, yeah. yeah. She said, let me be even more clear. If if you do those two things really well by the end of the year, I'll consider that a highly effective result using the language of our person uh, you know, of our performance sure. management tool. Sure. She said, let me be even more clear. If you don't do this and this, but you do all this other stuff, I'll see that as a less than effective <laughs> result. And, I, and, and what that changed, it literally changed everything going forward. 
I came in every single day and I and I, I made a point to try to make progress on that you know one and two those yep. two things yep. and then if I felt like I had matriculated it down the field a little bit yep. then I felt comfortable to go work on some something else. Sure. Anxiety left me, Todd. Sure. I'm telling you. Sure. The, the weight was off my shoulders. And thus, your unclear priorities game show concept was born. It, if you do this and this, you will be highly effective. Imagine if you that. don't, exactly. your job will be in jeopardy. So imagine the game show host. You're standing in front of this board full of 20 things, and the new car is at stake. Your car is at stake. And he says, pick, pick one and two and four. Yeah. And, and you, you win. And you do it, and you win. Yeah. How freeing is that for right. employees? So it's really important. And... And, and I don't want to under I don't want to downplay the anxiety that employees feel when there's just competing priorities. What are some of the natural things that get in the way of providing clear priorities? What are the natural things that get in the way from a, a boss providing clear priorities? Mm-hmm. You, you, from my experience, and most of it's just been lack of planning. Yeah. The boss, the boss, him or herself, just doesn't prioritize the act of prioritization. Sure. And they just get busy, and they just hope everyone else can figure things out. Yeah. Or, or they don't have it from their boss. You know, that's, I've seen it roll downhill. Yeah. Well, and I think it, it, it's that classic urgency versus important uh, that, that, that starts to play in that I think sometimes the urgency things get in the way of, of the important things and we start chasing all those things instead. And I think that, I think that notion of trying to do everything at an exceptional level starts yeah. to eat up a lot of our time too. So instead yeah. of blocking out time to be able to say, here's what we could prioritize um, and really work on can also get in the all way. Right, so l- since you brought that up, h- how do you as an employee decide what to prioritize at an exceptional level or versus you know just sort of get it get it done how do you know how do you know as an employee which ones if your boss isn't sharing those things yeah with you? Uh, well so i it, and part of that is having that open dialogue to say here's the priorities that i'm mm-hmm. here here's what i understand our vision and our mission to be and you don't even have to use those terms but you know here's what i understand we're trying to achieve right. based on that here's how i think i can greatest impact that and these are the priorities i'm planning to work on these three these two are the ones that I think need to be done exceptionally well. The quality matters on these things. I got to do these at these other levels. These other things have got to get done. Yeah. Um, and it, but as long as they they're done, they're doing them yeah. at an A plus level versus a B minus level isn't going to make a hill of beans difference. I'm right. not going to waste time and energy on that. Now, that leads to great conversations because the boss can be like, No, 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 you got oh, that all yeah, wrong. No, oh, no, yeah. that definitely needs to be an A plus because of this, 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 and this. Okay, great. Now right. I have that understanding. And you wouldn't have if you hadn't at least done some of that mental right. math before you. Right. Went. The red pen comes back into Absolutely. play. Yeah. And and if the boss comes back and says, No, no, they all need to be done at an A plus level, then you can say, Well, I don't have the resources or the time to be able to pull that off. So, yeah. So that let, let's let's probe into that for a second because. Um, I read a, a really good Inc. article on, on this topic, and they had a whole bunch of tips. And, and a couple of things that they said was um, take impeccable notes. So, so one way to, to make sure that Wait, you— Hang on. Let me write this down. Yeah, take <laughs> impeccable. Um, I'm just going to say great I don't know notes. how to spell that. Take great sure. notes. Take, yeah, yeah. Detailed. T- so, and so why take notes, right? So, so, um, so that you can go back and say— Two weeks ago, you said this was priority number one, and and I and we talked about it on this date. And here's what I wrote down: um, If you don't have those notes to show the boss, yeah. the boss may be like, no, "I never told you that, yeah. that that was important. This is clearly the most important thing." So Im- they said, "Take Im- take impeccable notes," um, and they they emphasize that we need to talk about how we feel about the unclear priorities versus um, 
you know, kind of blaming the boss for not having clear priorities. Right, right. And so, you know, I feel like this is, was important last week, and now I've, I'm feeling pulled in a different direction. Help me figure out which one, you know, which one should I be focused on? It, it, and I, this might be too autobiographical, but I look at our 12 sins of omissions for this season, yeah. and this one feels like the easiest to rectify. And, and, and that is taking ownership for my own job and clarifying what my own priorities. And as long as I publish them regularly and yeah. ask for feedback, yeah. I'm either moving forward with doing this or giving them editing power to be able to say, no, you need to do something different like this. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that Inc. article also had, had some good advice and it said, um, one of the things you can ask your boss is how would, if you were in my place, boss, how, how would you prioritize these two things? Yep, like yep. Which one would you get would you think is more important to get done? Just put it kind of in their language so that yep. they, they envision themselves making that decision. Yep, yep. yep. No, I'd work on this instead of this, or I'd, I'd focus in on this. It makes me think, my my daughter and son just recently got tattoos, and it makes me think a little bit about the wow. uh, tattoo artist's conversation with them about, I mean, you think about something that's pretty permanent, like the clarity at oh, which wow. I was so impressed with them saying, here's what we want, and the tattoo artist getting it in front of them and saying, this is going to be the size, this is going to be the way it's done. And they both had great questions around what, could be done and what couldn't be done and i think having that priority conversation of being a, thinking about it is permanent right like i'm going yeah, to do this pretty darn permanent and so making sure that that plan is clearly discussed on the front end with your boss i think is a pretty easy solution to make so did you do the dad thing and be like well how are you going to feel about this when you're 82 years old no not at all and your skin is different. i did the dad thing and was like that's pretty cool oh, wow <laughs> yeah that's that's crazy yeah I, I don't have any tattoos i don't either Oh. I think tattoos are really cool. There's a place on next other door. Other people. I'm thinking a big Braving Bad Bosses logo. Yeah. Not oh. on my forehead or anything like that. Oh, doggone it! There's Hell's Bells. We don't have time to go get tattoos. <laughs> well, let's do it. Let's do it after. All right. So, okay. If you had to get a tattoo, based on unclear priority, boss, what would you have it say? I I think it would just be like a tattoo that that said. It was like a like a bullet point list, like a bullet points, just like priorities, and then underneath it, just like three bullet points with question marks next to it. Fascinating. That's what I would do. Yeah. Like, but like right across my chest, like <laughs> just to remind me that priorities are important and that we need to be thinking about what those are. Priorities, baby, and it, you know, yeah. and I think sometimes we get too bogged down in the vision and the direction piece of it, but the priorities are what really drive our daily action. And I think as long as we've got clear priorities, now they need to be in alignment with yeah. the vision and direction. Yeah. But it, to me, it's priorities, baby. Just stay focused in on those priorities yeah. and getting them published and having regular conversations that you're talking yeah. to your boss about. I think can make a world of difference in this. Yeah, yeah, and I know um, we didn't talk about this in the main part of this uh, this program, but you know, vision is important, and mm -hmm. vision should, we should start with vision i mean priorities come out of vision and so you know another place that i think an employee can start is to go to a boss and say hey just just so i'm sure i know what our main like prime directive is in this group like this is our measure of success our yep. our vision for this group um i would start there yeah. so the boss can say yeah it, we're about customer service first and second sales or whatever the you know the, the clarity is that way you can prioritize you, you, right. you, can, you can kind of back into your priorities a little bit better so I think that's an important piece it certainly makes the uh, priorities it, it, give, it provides criteria around the priorities that you can sure. all agree to yeah it should be the litmus test yeah. I mean priorities it's not you don't want to just have priorities you want to have the right priorities and the right priorities come from knowing why you exist as a group or why you exist uh, why your position exists on an org chart. Sometimes I ask people that. I said, listen, do you know the main reason that your box was drawn on the org chart? 
Like, what is it there to do? Yeah, that's a great question. And so if you can't crystallize what those two or three kind of main deliverables or the reason that box exists, then, then work with your boss, crystallize that, clarify those things, get them to redirect, right? Because that to me, it, 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 when the boss is when the boss is gone or they're not clear about what you should do, go back to what you've already discussed are your primary um, deliverables or, or, or accountabilities in that job and then fall back on that. Pretty clear. Thanks, Jeff.